MJ. Sarah. How are you? I'm good. Good. It is pre-derby, second annual at yes. the LaCoco House. Yes. So, last year... One of our, I think, very first episodes. Got, have we been doing this a year? We have been doing this a year. We In May. In May. Okay. So we're close. So we did do a Derby episode. We did a history of the Derby. Oh, wait. I'm Sarah. I'm MJ. <laughs> we are Bourbon and Buckeyes. Hashtag shut, shut up, Tony. And we have our co-producer, Gatsby, tonight. Yeah, so, so the Derby ran... Yes. Last year, but it didn't run when it usually is, which is the first Saturday of May. Correct. And so it actually is running. So this feels on like. On proper time. This feels like six months ago. Uh, it, that's about, and then that's about what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because it ran in September. Like, wasn't it Labor Day weekend they ran it? Yes. So it's still the longest running sporting event in the world? Yes. I think. Forever Since and ever. 1875. Yeah. Forever and ever. <laughs> Forever and ever. Everything in Kentucky is forever and ever. So 147th Kentucky Derby will be Saturday, May 1st. Post time is usually like 6.57. So don't wait till 7 because you'll miss it. No, I think the post time is 6. Is it? I think. 6.02. I thought it was. Okay, well, maybe we'll I got that wrong. We'll double check while we're. I could have been in the wrong time zone. Well. No one. No, Louisville's, knowing me. Louisville's on the same time. Yeah, but Lesser maybe hearts. I was on a website that was in the wrong time zone. Oh, gotcha. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. I might have been from work. Okay. Before yes. we um, before we get into the derby. Yeah, don't and, look for it. Look for it exactly at the time it is because it's the fastest two minutes in sports. So if you wait, you won't see it. it. <laughs> Can't have that. <laughs> Got to get the right time on that, though. That's right. Since we're like advertising it and this year my hat maker gina lovins fausel has made a made a brand new concoction for me and it actually wasn't (laughs) derby specific but i have turned it into derby specific so it's going to be awesome thank you gina yes thank you Gina. and i'm telling you people if you need a hat yeah she's your she's she's, your person she's your girl she's your gal so Okay, right. 6.57. The post time is 6.57 p.m. Oh, uh, that's Eastern late. Standard. I feel like it is, too. I feel like you're right. They usually run, like, at 6.03. I just looked it up. I wasn't wrong. Yeah. Um, maybe they changed the time. Whatever. Whatever. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. So, and do then, we... Go ahead. And there will be complete silence in this house of 40 people when they play my old Kentucky home. Yeah, Mary John asks for that but you wanted to let's back up and then we'll get back to the horses and all that um mary john needs to say a few things yeah i got a couple of of things um last week when we were recording some things happened that we were not aware of until after the fact so i just want to yeah i think you text me when you got home yes i just want to send out my prayers and love and appreciation to terrence clark's family he was tragically killed in a car accident last thursday last thursday 19 years old yes 19 years old um and i know i told you that none of the players the uh, the last thing that i read was that none of the players were projected to go Mm -hmm. in the in the the nba NBA draft in in the draft okay yeah i remember that his agent talked to coach Calipari, and he said that he was expected to go in the first round. So Um, it's heartbreaking for all of us. Many tears have been shed. And I just can't imagine, you know, I can't imagine what the family's going through. Can't, no, you can't. 
and those young men that he played with, right. you know, they're they're nineteen, twenty years old, eighteen years old, and mm-hmm. having to deal with this in their young lives, it's hard. It's it, hard it, enough when you're older, much less under these circumstances. And going back to some things that Mary John has been talking about that she's been really disappointed with Big Blue Nation and going through like this is not who Big Blue Nation is. This is this is the type of stuff that when you're going to say hateful things and hateful words and be super duper hateful, this is the kind of stuff you really and I know from experience you never ever ever knew what's going to happen. Right. And, and you can't take it back. And you can't take it back. And, you know, when somebody is tragically and suddenly ripped out of your life, there's you don't heal from it 100%. And I think the impact that this is going to have on his friends, family, his teammates, the coaches, the, the whole entire community, uh, you know, people like Mary John, this is just a terrible thing. So think about what you're saying and when you're being hateful think about it and how you you can't you can't take it back and i'm done with that it's it's heartbreaking it is it's just heartbreaking i don't even know this kid i don't care i mean i don't care about kentucky basketball like you do but this kind of stuff you just feel for the family i feel for their family his family and it's it's a and friends yes so yeah our our condolences um and I, you know, you wish that this didn't have to be. It, it is, and you just can only hope that he is in a better place. Yes, and that was Gatsby's bone going down the steps, which he's not going to get because there's a gate up. Right. Okay. So All right. back to the derby. No. No. One oh, more wait. Thing. Sorry. Sorry. One more thing. One um, more Kentucky bit. Yeah. One more Kentucky bit that is that is wonderful. The women's volleyball volleyball team won the NCAA championship. I didn't know that. They won it. That's awesome. Wow. And, and no SEC team has ever won I it. I was going to say, when you were talking about it last week, it's always Big 12, or I mean Pac-12. They, like, own that. They own that. Yeah. That's am- that is awesome. Good for Kentucky. Yes, yes. That they is were, amazing. It was Yay, good so, women. It was so exciting, and I'm so happy for them, and let's do it again. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's do it again. I did not know that. Yep. Well, okay. Kentucky bits are done. Well, we're this is like a lot of Kentucky bits <laughs> yes. with the Derby. Yeah. Um, the Derby. So they have the post, the lineup, the postings, the yeah. posts. Do you position post positions? God, what is wrong with me? Yeah, they do. I I can read them, or I don't have to. And then I had some other goofy things that I wanted to talk about. Some of the horses and right. Well, and here's some here's some things that I found out mm-hmm. today. You know, just going through and looking at different things, which I just find interesting. I'll okay. say. Okay. How about yeah. that? Yeah. All right. So the first one is lawyers are filing a complaint to ban Sheikh Mohammed. And his derby favorite from the race, he's got the... Oh, he has... He has um, is it Mandalon? No, it's... Uh, I thought that was his horse. No, no, I don't think so. Medina Spirit. Medina Spirit, 15 to 1. No, I think. Wait a minute. It's Mandalon. Hang on, guys. I had this is all... Is it King Fury? No. no. I, are you... Wait a minute. I'll have to cut this out, but... We'll figure it out. Mary oh, Donna. Essential Quality. Oh, 
Essential quality is the favorite. Essential quality is the two to one. Yes, yes. you're right. They want they want to ban him because of human rights issues. Saudi is he a Saudi? Probably. Um, he is. I don't know that it even... So it says that a group of human rights lawyers and students at the University of Louisville have filed a complaint with the Kentucky Horse Racing oh, Commission. It's from Dubai. Asking them to ban Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashad al Maktoum, owner of Kentucky Derby favorite Essential Quality, alleging human rights abuses against at least one of his daughters. Mm-hmm. Such a ban would mean essential quality. The two-to-one morning line favorite would not be allowed to race. He will not be allowed in Churchill Downs. Uh, so are they actually doing this? It's on the board. It's huh. on the. It's on the table. Well, I guess we can. We we thought we think we're going to probably do a little podcast. Here, here, here on, on Derby Saturday. Day. Absolutely. Um, so so we'll, we can update. Yes. So evidently, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They allege that Sheikh Mohammed should not be allowed at the Derby because in March of 2018, he allegedly kidnapped his own daughter as she tried to escape Dubai on a boat. Yeah. So she was trying trying to get the. I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah. So that's probably out of a hideous situation. Right. So that's the uh, first. That's the first one. Derby tidbit. Derby, derby bit. Derby bit. <laughs> the second derby bit I have is that Kendrick Carmucci is set to make history as the first black jockey to race in Kentucky Derby in almost a decade. Really? Yep. Okay. Uh, who's who's he riding? That's what I'm I'm looking for. I didn't see that tidbit either. Yeah, Kentucky he's, bit. He is amazing. Derby bit. He's, um, he's been riding professionally since he was 16. He has amassed more than 118 million in earnings. Wow. Has 3,400 victories. And he's he's kind of following Daddy's footsteps. Oh, that's really cool. I know, and I'm trying. He's 37 years old. He's got two kids. And he is, he's just, you know, an amazing person and just so excited to be doing this. But I, it doesn't say who he's riding. Well, we can come back to that, too. I'm, sh- I'm sure that's something we can figure out. Carmucci. Kendrick Carmucci. Do you have a true timber on there? No. Okay. So I thought that was really... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about that. And then we've got this little derby bit. This yeah. is from... Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert. They say he still has a chance. He's going for the most wins, right, as a trainer? Yeah, I was going to... His horse is Medina Spirit. Yes. And I think the odds are like, what? 15 to 1. 15 to 1. Currently. So, um, well, you know, I, think... I always I always told you, you don't bet against Bob Baffert. But well, he had a second horse. <laughs> there are two. Um, 
concert tour, but that that horse isn't going to run in the Derby. They decided like last early earlier this week that that horse isn't running. That's his his horse too. As right. a trainer. Right. He's only going to run one horse this year. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I've always said you don't bet against him. But I've got there's two horses running that with just the names alone Bourbonic. <laughs> Bourbonic, which is a 30 to 1. And Midnight. And a Midnight Bourbon. Is midnight a 20 Bourbon. To 1. Okay, this is a problem for me. <laughs> well, can we talk about names? Because that's kind of oh. one that I wanted, to, that I picked out. Which is a fifty to one horse is Hidden Stash, <laughs> which I thought was a great name. It's a chestnut colt, born in Kentucky. Um, owner BBN Racing. Trainer is also a woman, Victoria H. Oliver. I think she's the only female trainer this year. Uh, breeder is Rhineshire Ryan, Farm. Yeah, Essential Quality is the two to one now. Gray Colt, also from Kentucky. Uh, trainer is Brad Cox. Jockey is Luis uh, Sayez. And let's see. What? Now, see, this is how bad my memory is. I know I told you about a horse that ran last week that's prepping for the, it's not the Oaks, which mm. is run on Friday before mm-hmm. the Derby. Mm-hmm. But this horse, and I swear. I want to say it was Medina Spirit, but I don't think it was. Anyway, this horse literally came from behind the field yeah, and ended up winning that race. Do you, My, no. Do you remember who? What? Do you remember who it was I told you? No, I don't remember. Okay. But my other favorite horse name is Soup and Sandwich, <laughs> which is a gray colt that's out of, that's of bread in Florida. That's all I have on, on him. Yeah, known agenda six six to one chestnut colt also from Kentucky. Trainer is Todd Pletcher. Jockey is Irod Ortiz Jr. Um, Hot Rod Charlie is eight to one. Dark Bay Colt from Kentucky. Owner Roadrunner uh, Racing. Trainer Doug F O'Neill. Jockey is Flavin Pratt. Breeder is Edward Cox Jr. You can't this this horse has a win. Came in first at the Twinspires.com Louisiana Derby in March. Essential quality, we talked about him. Uh, five to one is Rock Your World. Dark Bay Colt, also from Kentucky. Uh, trainer is John W. Sadler. Jockey will be Joel Rosario. Breeder Ron and Deborah McAdley. He came in first at the Run Happy Santa Anita Derby um, on fourth April 3rd this year. So those are the fa- some of the favorites and then some of my favorite names. And well, what else? So the Kentucky Oaks is running, always runs the Friday before the Derby. Yeah, explain the Oaks, Mary John. Is it the, are they the younger horses or they're not? Because the, the Derby are three-year-old thoroughbreds. Yes. Most born in... I think these are all the spring are of these all 2018. Phillies? I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Hang on a second. Let me. I know I should know this, but it's been a. I don't know because I know most of the most of the horses in the Derby are 
cults right. or geldings. Right. Mo- almost all of them are male. Sometimes they have some females. But I, I really didn't understand the difference between the two races. I was assuming it's probably age or maybe the type of horses. Yes. But I thought they were all thoroughbreds. Okay. It's for three-year-old fillies. Okay, so it's the... Female horses, that's what Females. But I think they do run some fillies in the derby. Yes. Every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not very often. Okay. Yes, they do run in the derby. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, they do run fillies in the derby. Okay. But they're three- these are for three-year-old fillies. Okay. Um, and that's what I thought, but I wanted to double check. You would know. Double check. I don't want that ball. It's gross. Well, if you want to go to the derby... It's 40 to 50% capacity this year. If you would like to get a premium box or a dining table for 68 people, those start at $3,800. If you would like a private suite for 24 or more, those begin at $120,000. And there's different experience packages or variety of packages Combining seating with access to exclusive lounges, VIP fast access passes, hotel and transportation accommodation, and more starting at $800. Uh, Classic packages now include unlimited track concessions, which might be worth it. Yeah. If it's for everybody, $800, that might be a deal. Just saying. Well, yeah. It's a lot of <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, that is. And but if you're doing it for all weekend, I mean, it's kind of a deal. Yeah, I, probably it is. I'm yes. And then I went on Twinspires.com, which is the betting site, and top picks, top overall horse to bet on is Essential Quality. Most overhyped horse is Mandalone, and best value horse to bet Hot Rod Charlie. And then the best long shot was Concert Tour, but Concert Tour drop, dropped out. That's scratched. Other, yeah, scratched. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm thinking about making a bet, but I just don't know what to do. I don't want this ball. The, um, this is the first year they're also running these horses without Lasix, which is an anti-bleeding drug. Hmm. So I don't know if it's something they give them so that when they run and they if they bump bump or yeah. get this dirt or sand or whatever in their hooves or whatever that you know but they're not letting them do it mm-hmm. um yeah i know they well they're, it, it's an attempt to eliminate race day medications okay so they probably you know drug testing and all that i think they do that on horses which is sad right but it's supposed to be a beautiful day too i think it's supposed to be like 70 or 75 degrees bright sunshine no rain, which can affect the track, so it should be fast. Yeah, it should be real fast. This drug is given four hours before the race, and it helps to prevent or reduce the severity of exercise-induced bleeding in the lung. Oh, geez. Because, I mean, think about that how fast these hideous. horses are running and how long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also works as a diuretic that causes the horses to urinate and lose 20 to 30 pounds of fluid. Could I have this, please? <laughs> You don't want to be peeing that much. And that increases their ability to run faster. Yeah. So they're putting some things in place. So there's no cheating, probably. That just yeah, sounds terrible. It, well, I know, but if it's to help prevent them from 
just think about this though. If they're if they're running that hard yeah. to cause their lungs to bleed, would they have to put them down? Yeah. If something, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the answer, but I don't know enough about horses and veterinary medicine to even know. I know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do we want to go over to also starts tomorrow? Today is Wednesday. You guys won't hear this till Friday, but tomorrow, Thursday, May 29th, or April 29th, excuse me. Good Lord. Starts the NFL draft in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I think it starts at 8 p.m. So we were going to just mention that. And it's like quarterback city. What are you looking at, MJ? Well, I'm trying to find my... Um, oh, here we go. So I found this article. <laughs> the headline kind of what I found interesting. It said, so many traps await NFL teams trying to find a star quarterback in the draft. It said the first <sighs> 10 selections could include as many as five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And such an early run on QBs would be unprecedented, even for the league. That really? places so much emphasis on that position. Mm-hmm. And it says, yet for all the attention the top draft eligible quarterbacks annu- annually receive, the likelihood is that most will not pan out. Yeah, that does happen a lot. I mean, in my mind, there's one there's one quarterback, you know, obviously going first. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Right. So, you know, after that. And will he do well? I think he will. I think he will, too. The, the I, quarterback that I'm super concerned about is Justin Fields. I just don't think he's – I just don't think he's cut out for the NFL. But what do I know? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just not sure. I think the probably Lawrence will do really well. But I think, like, this Trey Lance, which, again, he – he could bomb as well because he didn't play in a high-profile conference. He didn't play a lot of games, but he's super athletic, super talented. Um, but, you know, there's, mm, I don't know, one or two that were in that situation that I can think of that yeah, really pulled it out and became amazing. Right, and, and you just never know. But I think the touted ones are the ones that, that just, except for, you know, there are some exceptions. There right. are. There always are. And uh, I think most recently we could talk about, um, what's his phrase? He's from LSU. Now I'm losing my. He went, Justin. He, no, from LSU for the the Bengals. Um, oh. T. Joe Burrow. Yeah. He, yeah, he's probably going to be fine in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he already proved that. Even though he got hurt, which was terrible. But I think, like, I think probably Mac Jones is going to do really well. I hate to say that from Alabama. And then they have, like, the best of the rest. So the, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson from BYU, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Kyle Trask are the six. Is that six? Yeah. That they think will go in the first round. And then there's the best of the rest, which is Ian Book from Notre Dame, Sam Ellinger from Texas, Felipe Franks from Arkansas, Kellen Mond from Texas A&M and Jamie Newman from Georgia and Felipe Franks was at 
I forget, he transferred. He got hurt and he transferred to Arkansas. And I think this Jamie Newman was at Wake Forest and transferred to Georgia. So, you know. And and I think both of them are seniors as well. So they have a lot more playing time. It's usually the, the kids that you don't think will do that well that are coming, they'll come out and... And do right. do great in the NFL. Right. It's kind of weird. It really is to have that many quarterbacks. Um, and then you think about it, like, what teams need quarterbacks? Because I think there's so many good free agents out there. There's some good backup quarterbacks out there that are looking kind of for a chance to maybe have a breakout season and play for a few more years, you know. I don't know. It's – I think the, the NFL – as a quarterback, is really, really, you know, it's it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's got to be the hard, it's the hardest position to fill and to have success at. Right. And I think everybody's looking for the next Tom Brady. And what was he like a third round pick? I Something mean, like that. And only played because uh, what's his face got hurt. That position it has to know everybody else's position and what they do, and the timing, the everything, everything. Uh, it's just. It's always in their hands. Yeah, and I think... For the most part. The great ones that, you know, Drew Brees was one of the best, you know, at at just perfection. Tom Brady, perfection. I think Patrick Mahomes, perfection. Like, these are... Can you get that kind of dedication out of someone year after year after year after year? I think it's really hard. It is hard because they're looking for the... They're always looking for the next best deal. Mm-hmm. Loyalty, people. Loyalty. It means something. Okay, I saw this, and I knew you were just going to... I, I'm not sure what you're going to... You're either going to laugh or you're going to have an outburst. I'm not sure which. Oh, but you're showing me a headline? This... I'm going to read it to you. Oh. Um, this is... Okay. This is the NCAA. Oh, jeez. And they are spinning the wheel big time. Oh, jeez. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The NCAA Board of Governors extends Emirates' contract through 2025. He's the head of the NCAA. Oh. Okay. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <gasps> I just don't understand how they work. I don't think they do either. <laughs> yeah, that's a spin the wheel. That is a spin the wheel. Because they've had more they've had more complaints, more concerns, more people coming after them than any year I can remember, and they're still gonna let this guy take charge. Really? Who would want that job though? I two? do. <laughs> you don't. I want it. I want it. No, you don't. But a headache. I, I just don't. I don't know. It's too convoluted. The whole like or like. There's so many. There's so many different types of sports, and they just make up stuff as they go. And that's the most frustrating part of it to me. Like, exactly. you know, like we talked about last week. Like, why are the men's baseball teams allowed to celebrate, and the women's softball teams have to stay in the dugout to celebrate a home run? Like, it's it's stupid. It's just, like, how is that, how does that even make sense? It's the same damn game, basically. I don't know. I hear you. 
you know, you're not allowed to celebrate excessively on a touchdown, but you're allowed if you're ding dong from the stash guy from Gonzaga, you're allowed to do this little stash thing. Like I don't, but Sarah, you would love me to be the commissioner of the NC. I don't want to listen. I would make it mandatory <laughs> that the girls' softball teams do not wear ribbons and bows <laughs> in their hair. Listen, and a, or makeup. There's, there's weird rules about that stuff too. Like when I played, now I don't know, and this wasn't NCAA, but whatever division we were in, but there were there were rules, and I'm talking this is this is the early '90s as well. This is a long time ago, but there were rules if somebody wore a hat. Everybody had to wear a hat, or if nobody wore a hat, no, then nobody was allowed to wear a hat, and like stuff like that. It was like weird, weird rules about because we were talking about uniforms too. Like they're gonna start because I know like you're like in football with their little trousers, their little pants. They're supposed to go over their knee, and a lot of them wear them above their knee. They do that in the NFL too. I don't know why. Like I don't care. And I never noticed it until it was brought up several years ago that it's they're not allowed to wear their pants like that. Like, And I never noticed it. Now I notice it all the time. I know. Weird. Well, the one thing I always notice that I do not like are the, the guys that are, you know, wear the cut-off jerseys. The midriffs. Seriously. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to see it. It might yeah. look nice, but I don't need to see it on the football field. Right. It's distracting. Well... Emmett, not Emmett Smith, but um, what's his face from Ohio State? He got in trouble for that. Uh, the place for Dallas. Why am I saying Emmett Smith? The running back for Ohio State. I can't think of his name. But who is it? Shut up, Tony. I don't know who you're talking about. I, I can't think. I can't think of his name. He's got the afro. It doesn't matter. He and he still wears it in the NFL. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't know why I can't think of his name. I don't know. I just it's gonna drive me nuts now. I'm not. Like, Got all these horses' names in my head, and I can't think of people names. So, Saturday, second annual Kentucky Derby party. Right. At the look, at the, at hashtag shut up Tony's house. <laughs> Not Mary John's. Well, you know. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, it's driving me nuts. And derby attire is <laughs> required, as usual. I'm... Maybe I'll wear a hat that I'm going to borrow from you. I've got two. Okay. So, Lauren, Lauren, Lauren can wear one, and you can wear one. So, tell her to, tell her to wear something pinkish. Oh, geez. Um, a certain time, they will play my old Kentucky home. There will Everyone be, must be silent. There will be complete silence in the house. Right. And then... We'll start screaming and yelling. I still probably will go for the bat for horse because I just, I just don't yeah. think you should bet against him. Yeah, I think I still, you know, my favorite name is Hidden Stash, but I also like Soup and Sandwich. I gotta, you know, and I'm going I, Bourbonic and Bourbonic. Midnight Bourbon. Mm-hmm. I, you know, well, just saying. I kind of like Rock Your World. It's kind of fun. That's a good name. And what was the other one? Oh, the Hot Rod, Hot Rod Charlie. And there's some. And he's eight to one. And there's some guy out there that bets big. He's a, he's a professional gambler, I guess. Mm-hmm. He he's is, a whale. He's going to bet two to three million dollars on this race. It's crazy. 
50 wins. It's crazy. He's he's hit the, the jackpot. Trifecta. And if he hasn't, he loses two or three million dollars. So there you have it. No big deal. No. Uh-uh. Just a drop in the bucket. Exactly. Well, do we have anything else? No. Okay. Next week's show will be a recap of the Derby. And we'll have interviews from our Derby guests. Yeah, we and, could do that. And just kind of, you know, go through the feel of things and how people are doing, how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah. is... <laughs> we'll see by the time the race happens, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Well, I don't have anything else. Okay. Again, Godspeed, Terrence Clark. Yes. And thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Tell all your friends. Tell all your mates. Please. We love it when we get new mates. New mates. I'm Sarah. I'm MJ. And we are Bourbon. And Buckeyes. Hashtag Hashtag shut shut up, up, Tony. Tony. Bye. Bye.